Cool. So should I start? Yeah, I'll, I'll introduce oh. you. Okay, so I don't know if anyone else is coming, and I'm not going to use the mic because I think everyone can hear me over the crowd. <laughs> um, so I'm Mike Hinton. I'm not part of the Women in Fandom, but I am the father of Zoe Hinton, and this is Jonah Marie from The Wookiee Gunner, uh, one of the really famous female podcasters and fans. And then Lizzie, who's in our picture, she actually lives in California, and like most podcasts, we have zero travel budget. So uh, I just want to introduce them. Uh, Zoe's been a fan since she was a little kid. I brought one prop for me. Zoe recognized oh, this. Yeah, I do. This is a Qui-Gon lightsaber that I bought, you know, when the movie came out and it was in my collection. And when Zoe was probably two-ish, three, she used to walk around with this. And the only thing that's even funnier is I've seen her in the last year or two wearing this on her belt, <laughs> walking around the house. So this is probably one of my more prized um, possessions, even though it, it's just a Qui-Gon lightsaber. So it makes me think of Zoe and her fandom. So I'm going to shut up and let the women of fandom speak. All right. It's the, uh... That's on. Yes, okay. it's already on. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. So we turn it on. Yes. You wait for the numbers. So I think we're good. We're good. Yay. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for coming to the Women in Fandom panel with Star Wars Geek Girl here. So I'm Jonah Marie Macias from thewookiegunner.com and I also do a podcast with my mom and we were where we talk about the Star Wars animated shows and that's called Rebels Chat. And of course, right next to me is Zoe Hinton. So please introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, my name is Zoe Hinton, and I run the Star Wars Geek Girl podcast with my best friend Lizzie, who lives in California, like my dad said, so she can't be here right now. But we just talk about pretty much all things Star Wars related, and sometimes not Star Wars related because we're easily distracted. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I've been there, so they, they get easily distracted by things, but it's always fun to talk with you guys. So we're going to start off by talking about our own experiences with Star Wars. So we just saw that you carried around that lightsaber as a kid, yeah. and that's super adorable. So what other experiences do you have growing up with Star Wars? Growing up, I just I was too little when my dad first showed me the Star Wars movie, so I don't really remember watching them for the first time. The first thing I remember seeing Star Wars for the very first time would be the Clone Wars movie, which came out when I was in second grade. And I still love it. I know some people don't like it, but I, I still love it. <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> and I, when I was six years old, I started trooping with the 501st Legion as a Jawa. It was a very tiny Jawa. And I've been trooping with them. Now I'm Sabine because I outgrew the Jawa a little bit. But now, um, so I've been trooping with them for, in, in November, it'll be my 11th year. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. Especially for me, because I'm only 16. And so that's a lot of my experience of the Star Wars come from watching Clone Wars growing up and just trooping. So talk a bit more about the 501st, because from my understanding, you have to be 18 to be part of it, right? Yeah, you have to be 18 to be officially. And older, obviously, yeah, not just 18. <laughs> you have to be 18 and older to be in the 501st officially, but there is the Galactic Academy, which is for kids who have parents that they want to troop with and stuff like that. So I'm right now I'm still a part of them because I'm not 18 yet. But yeah, you can join the Galactic Academy because I see there's kids here. So if you're interested in that, you can build your costume and sign up. 
Yeah, that sounds cool. So talk a bit more about podcasting. So podcasting, how did you meet Lizzie? Okay. <laughs> how so that happened? I did and I still do. Just kind of I would just ramble on about Star Wars like a lot. And my dad had recently when I was in like ninth grade, he had recently gotten into listening to Star Wars podcasts like Jonas. And um he was like, hey, since you talk so much, you should start a podcast. So I did. And at first I started it and it was just me. And I would just have different guests on every week or however often I did it. It wasn't every week. And then I think it was episode five. Um, my dad, because when he was you know, working and building on my Sabine costume, he had gotten into contact with Sal Perales because he and his family are like the first Rebels costumes. So and Lizzie is right there, does Sabine. And so he said, hey, wouldn't it be cool? Because my daughter has a podcast and she does a Sabine. So wouldn't it be cool to have like two Sabines on an episode? So uh, we did the podcast over Skype. And me and Lizzie just talked for like, like the pot, I think that episode's still like one of our longest ones. It's like two and a half hours. And we talked for like three more hours after you that. You realize that's the length of a movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, really long podcast. We just talked and talked and talked. And then we exchanged phone numbers. And now Lizzie is like permanently the other half of Star Wars Geek Girl. That's amazing. <laughs> so what was your favorite experience that you shared with Lizzie? Um, I think... Because we first met in person at Celebration Orlando, which was like a year ago. Yeah. In April. Yeah. And um, I think just hanging out with her that whole weekend was really cool. I still, this is, this is kind of about Lizzie, but I still very much remember in Celebration Orlando, uh, her parents went off to do something. I think they had to record a podcast somewhere. So me and... My sister hung out with Lizzie and her little brother, and my parents were there, and we just, you know, hung out and played pool, kinda. And <laughs> um, and then at the end of the night, my parents, I think my dad said to Lizzie's dad, and he was like, oh, your kids are perfect. And Lizzie's dad and Lizzie's mom looked at each other, like, confused. <laughs> like, what? Are kids perfect? And I still, I still remember that. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, you guys are perfect. <laughs> um, so, a little bit of my own background with podcasting. So, I started podcasting in 2013, somewhere around there. So, it's five years ago. And it's been a blast because I, I started off with making StarWars.net and then from there I moved on to doing my own little thing on the side and I did that, like I mentioned before, with my mom. And I've just branched out to talk about Lego Star Wars and all these other topics that interest me. So it's cool that we as girls in the fandom find our spot somewhere, our little niche where we can talk about the things that we love about Star Wars. So. Uh, you don't do any blogging, do you? No. I, you should. I should, I know. Because <laughs> I like to write stuff. I just like, whenever I'm like, because whenever I feel like, like I have ideas to write about something, I'm either like, I'm busy or I just don't feel like writing right. anything. Well, you and are then, in school. So yeah. <laughs> and then when I do like sit down, I'm like, okay, I should write something. I have no idea what I want to write about. Gotcha. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes a lot of initiative and motivation to be able to maintain a blog. So I've done that for the last five years or so. And it's it's pretty it's pretty cool what, what people are able to say about your writing. And 
I, I've gotten compliments from people saying, man, that was really thought provoking. I'm like, really? I was just, I just did that at two o'clock in the morning. I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think you should definitely consider that and maybe handle that with, with Lizzie. I'm sure yeah. she'll be up for it. But yeah, blogging, podcasting, it's all the little things that we find and we enjoy doing. Yeah, and I think uh, it's fandom. like, you can get your voice out really easily now yeah. on, like, on the internet, like on social media. It's so It's so much easier to just say it and put it out there which can be a bad thing sometimes sometimes you can say stupid stuff and not think about it <laughs> but it's also good when, for when you have smart things to say yes exactly <laughs> so are there any other experiences that you've had either at celebration or just trooping that really stood out to you that you want to share with others so that inspires them to pursue something that they've been thinking about doing i think this is a trooping costume kind of story but if you're like on the fence about whether or not you want to build a costume and join the 501st or Rebel Legion or whichever costume group you want to join, I think the story I like to tell is that there have been, uh, this is kind of multiple stories, but there have been multiple times where I'm just like standing there and being Sabine, that's not as mainstream as like if you were doing like a Stormtrooper or Darth Vader, but like I think it makes up for it with the fact that they're, the kids who do see, know who Sabine is get so, so excited to see me and they'll like freak out and they wanna hold all my stuff and play with it and it's just, it makes me so happy to see them being happy. Yeah, that's one thing that we, we're geared more towards the Star Wars animation side, Lucasfilm animation and what they've done to, to expand the stories in that world and and every time I see a Star Wars Rebels cosplayer, I freak out. I mean, we yeah. saw Agent Callus earlier. I was like, what? That's so cool. And it's because, you know, we, we're still in that mentality that the, uh, the, the animation side of it hasn't really reached that level of popularity. But slowly but surely, we're seeing that. And a lot of people are excited about Star Wars The Clone Wars coming back. So it's just it's just really cool to see the animation side and getting recognition and well-deserved recognition because they've done amazing things with their storytelling. Is there a particular series that, that well, I mean, obviously Star Wars <laughs> Rebels because you're dressed as Sabine, but how, was, how did Star Wars The Clone Wars impact uh, you growing up? I think it impacted me because it was, you didn't really have any Star Wars stuff like that I could remember coming out. So it was kind of like I always knew it, but it wasn't like anything new. So Clone Wars was new to me for that. But also because Ahsoka still to this day remains my favorite character, even though I'm in Sabine. Ahsoka's <laughs> hard with the paint and everything. But because to me, because Ahsoka was like a young female character where our other two uh, before that female characters were Leia and Padme, who I loved, but they always felt like they like they already knew what they were doing and they it didn't feel as much like I was could grow with them where with Ahsoka she was still young and still learning and I was still young I am still young <laughs> but I was younger then so I got to like grow up with her and I think that's really stuck me to Star Wars animation yeah that's a great point and Sabine's another great role model because you get to see her in her in, when she's down and you get to see her when she's really up there kicking butt <laughs> <laughs> and so it's cool that they represent the modern girl really and i just love that about those two characters ahsoka is my favorite as well <laughs> <laughs> and are there any other female jedi that have impacted you um 
I was like Shakti and Ailes the Curious because they're like fun, colorful aliens, and I always thought that was cool. I can't think of any right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there aren't that many. Yeah, <laughs> no, there aren't that roles. many. So that's another thing. So within the Star Wars universe, we're still trying to see more uh, representation and diversity, and it's cool that we're getting all of these awesome characters like Rey and Jin and I can't remember all the <laughs> all the names right now but we're we're slowly but surely seeing these characters come to life and um, something else that I wanted to bring up is do, are you uh, do you have is there a founding woman or an, an uh, or someone from the rebellion or resistance era that you admire um, Harris and Dula definitely because she's from Rebels but also because she's just like such a great leader and she seems like she has flaws obviously like every character but she seems to like she's in control of herself and she isn't afraid to like step in and take charge but she also knows when it's her turn to step back because she doesn't know as much which I think is something especially me but I think everyone could learn when they don't have as much control over the conversation and should let someone who does know what they're talking about speak. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And I think for me, my favorite rebellion character is from Lego Star Wars, the Freemaker Adventures. Cordy Freemaker is awesome. She knows how to run uh, run around and uh, try to get deals from (laughs) bargains and whatnot. But yeah, Harrison Dula is a fantastic character and it's impressive to see how she went from just a captain of a, of a ship to a rebellion leader and a mother, which is really impressive, especially given the war that they found yeah. themselves in. <laughs> uh, and are there any female wi- uh, villains that uh, you find in, uh, interesting? I really like Ventress, although she kind of got redeemed, so I don't know how much <laughs> of that. I also... Um, she doesn't get, have as much screen time, but I really like Captain Phasma. I just think she's really cool. And I'm reading, I'm still reading the Phasma book, and she's really interesting in that. And she, you know, she has a spear, and spears are cool. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great trait to have, you know, uh, spear skills. <laughs> and I think my favorite villain would, I mean, she did become a villain, is Barris Afi. And it's... I remember still being mad <laughs> at the fact that they made her into that because I, I wanted her to be that friend that Ahsoka could rely on and then all of a sudden she betrays Ahsoka and she betrays the Jedi Order in such a horrific way and and then uh, but then the point that she had when she was talking to everyone you know she was highlighting how corrupt the Jedi have become so she, the, the point that she was trying to get across I completely understood but the way that she went about doing it was just the tragedy of it all and, and she even helped according to the story according to Dave, Dave Filoni and, and all these other creators the, uh, the Grand Inquisitor was that helped him become the Grand Inquisitor and that's just really impressive and uh, she's one of my favorite characters (laughs) despite having gone the darker (laughs) path. (laughs) Um, Any any other women in Star Wars that you think have shaped the the fandom? Well, I mean, I think the two ones that have shaped the fandom, or three that have shaped the fandom the most, I think would be Leia 
Ahsoka and Rey. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Not to say El Padme also. I feel like she was underlooked a lot, but she's a really important character. Not just because she's Luke and Leia's mom, but also because she, in a deleted scene of Revenge of the Sith, which I don't know how canon that is, she, like, starts to found the rebellion when she realizes what path the Republic's going down. So I think her role in the Republic and trying to help the galaxy, I think, is really important and goes overlooked a lot, but... Yeah, sadly. Uh, and she is an amazing character. I just wish she just didn't get with Anakin. I, just, I don't <laughs> like that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but then you have Lizzie. Lizzie doesn't like Padme either because she went and tried to save Anakin when she was pregnant, and Lizzie's just concerned about the baby. Oh, gotcha, yeah. That's why yeah. Lizzie doesn't like Padme. <laughs> uh, but I remember, I remember when The Phantom Menace first came out, the, the, the trailer that I watched, or some TV spot that I watched, had her in her red gown, and I remember falling in love with that. And I, at the time, I still wasn't, um, I mean, I was a Star Wars fan, because I had played with Rogue Squadron, and, um, uh, a few other games on N64. Oh, man, that was the best console, by the way. <laughs> and, and and so I, I I remember seeing that image of her, and I thought, wow, I can't wait to go watch this movie in the theater. And I did, and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, you were you were not born yet, no, right? Oh, I sadly. wouldn't be born for two years. <laughs> wow, that's that's wow. <laughs> Makes me feel old. Uh, so moving on, you know, I mentioned earlier that we have the return of Star Wars The Clone Wars and yes. that is what was your reaction to that when you found out tears. that news <laughs> tears, tears actual tears tears and running around and yelling and jumping <laughs> my mom's nodding because I was in the basement well actually I was because you were there at the panel when they announced it so I was just refreshing your Twitter feed and you posted the picture where it said like Clone Wars saved and I was like wait what and I was like refreshing I was like Jonah come on <laughs> tell me what happened next and then the trailer came out and everything and I ran upstairs and yelled and cried. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good day. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I made I managed to get over to San Diego Comic Con for the announcement, and I had flown that previous Wednesday, I think, and. Uh, slept over a hotel and then woke up for that Thursday. I was like, yes, I'm ready. And because I honestly, I didn't know, but I thought, man, anything Clone Wars related, Rebels related, I'm all for. And I would fly over to California <laughs> just for that. So when that announcement came up, I had no idea. And I had, I had been hanging around with certain people and they were like, yeah, just, it's just a regular panel. <laughs> nothing, nothing important. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I'm gullible that I believe it. And I was just so shocked by the end of it. I was trying to tweet out so that everyone could see that this announcement was just made. And oh man, I can't imagine uh, the, uh, the, the amount of work that has gone into bringing that back. And so what are some of the arcs that you want to see? Some of the women characters that you want to see in the final episodes? Um, well, I I think, and I know we're going to get this for sure, the Siege of Mandalore oh, yes. episode. I'm very excited for that. That's Ahsoka and Bo-Katan. Who I, both, I love both of them. And um, I'm hoping at the Ahsoka uh, Tales Untold panel at like Celebration London, which I wasn't there, but I watched a live stream of, they showed pictures of Ahsoka and she would have an arc with the Emperor, or who the Chancellor then, and she would be like trying to 
seal the door shut with our lightsaber and he's electrocuting her through the lightsaber and I completely forgot about that i just i still don't quite understand 100 percent what's going on there but i really <laughs> want to see that because that looks like it would be so cool and also i like she'd have to find a, a really good way to escape that because yeah. as we know she appears later on in rebels so yeah, yeah I, I i remember that image now you have to go back and, and figure out what happens there because like when he um, when Filoni showed that and explained what was happening, I thought it was, like, really amazing. Yeah, And I, just, yeah. I really want to see that. I definitely want to see, and I know there won't be that many women in this one, which is sad, but the bounty hunter arc. And I, uh, there's at least Sugi, I think, is one of the Sugi. bounty hunters. So that I definitely want to see because we've heard that they have audio for it, and we've seen... The, the cast take a photo and whatnot. So I, I want to see that come to life, especially because we saw a clip of it yeah. in uh, Star Wars Celebration Orlando with between Cad Bane and Boba Fett. And I want to know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other arcs. I do kind of, because I like Ventress a lot, and I do really want to see, the, I kind of want to see the Dark Disciple arc animated. <gasps> Because, well, also, Lizzie's dad, who is a huge Quinlan Voss fan, would also love that. But I also feel like I kind of want to see news stories, because the Dark Disciple arc was released as a book. A very good book. Yes, by Christy Golden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I'd like to see it animated, because I think it would be cool, but if we're only getting 12 episodes, I'd kind of like to see stories we don't already know. Exactly. Yeah. That, I would like that, too. But I would really love a Dark Disciple <laughs> arc more. <laughs> I want to see Ventress in that beautiful ball gown that yeah. she was described in. Well, I, was, I, w- I want to see Quinlan Voss's outfit. Oh, that too. Because yeah. they never released pictures of that. They at least released pictures of Ventress. They yeah. released pictures of Voss's outfit. Lizzie's dad is desperate for that kind of content. Yeah, he is very desperate. <laughs> Since he cosplays as Quinlan Voss. So I know that we also have Star Wars Resistance on the horizon, and that's going to be premiering October 7, Sunday, October 7, at 10 p.m., but then you can also catch it on the Disney Now app. And what are some of the things that you're looking forward to about the, from that show? Um, I, really, I, I really love Poe Dameron, so I really want to see Poe, and I kind of want to see... Jason Sandula from Rebels, like, all grown up to appear, but, you know, we'll see. I also want Jason Sandula to just have a happy life. Give Hera a break. <laughs> Give Hera a break, yes. After, I, I we don't want to spoil in case you have not watched the series, but she does go through some traumatic things, and uh, she does end up having a son, uh, but, yes, we want her to have a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I kind of want to see Hera, but I also just want her to, like, be chilling somewhere <laughs> relaxing no more sadness for her no more sadness for her that should be the next hashtag we should create on <laughs> yeah. social media um so i'd like to see i'd like to see i like all the new characters i don't know any of their names for the life of me oh no worries <laughs> but they all look really fun and i like their designs they're all fun and colorful Yes, so. yeah. So we have uh, Tam Rivora, I think that's her name. She's the mechanic. And she actually reminds me a lot of a mechanic from a Disney movie called Atlantis, The Lost Empire. And I really want to see more of that because she looks like she has the same kind of attitude. <laughs> and there's also um, the other female character who is Altora Doza, yes, yeah. who is a race, racer pilot. And that ought to be interesting. Yeah, the show looks fun. And yeah. 
I'm worried because <laughs> well like because it looks fun and happy which I'm all for a fun and happy Star Wars show which I was telling Jonah this earlier but because Filoni is behind it I'm worried he's like hiding some sadness in there <laughs> and we're not going to expect it. it's going to come out of nowhere yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does best. That's for sure. But I'm hoping he'll rein some of that <laughs> back just so that we can just have a happy and fun. <laughs> I don't know. The, like, second episode of Rebels is a fruit market. Look where we are at season that's four. That's true. This is true. <laughs> so I don't think he'll rein it in. I think he'll trick us. Oh, yeah. He'll make us think he's reining it in. Yeah. You'll, you'll, when you least expect it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about a few other things here so if you weren't cosplaying what's another or podcasting what's another hobby in the fandom that you would think about doing i think blogging like you said yeah i think i would really like that um Try to think what else. I don't know. There's also fan fiction writing. <laughs> I know I do some of that as well. I love and I love to explore what characters are capable of doing outside of what we see in the show or in the movies. So uh, I like to read other people's work and I like to share some of my own. Although I haven't done that in a while, actually. But uh, it's definitely interesting how you can put yourself creatively in that spot and just come up with your own story with your own original characters and it leads to it could potentially lead to something better like writing your own story that is not star wars related (laughs) it's also interesting like reading it and stuff and just reading all kinds of things people write about star wars and see people have like because everyone i feel like has a slightly different interpretation of every character i don't think they're ever necessarily wrong i just think it's a little different Mm-hmm. for each person and how they view and relate to that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a great point. Um, and going along that blogging, fan fiction, podcasting, you know, that all also involves social media. So uh, have you experienced any of the uh, divisiveness that has been in the fandom lately, especially given the the last jedi that everyone had very different opinions regarding that movie yeah i definitely i didn't feel it as much because generally the people i'm with on the fan are generally pretty not like-minded but like we agree or we like respectfully disagree on certain things so i didn't feel that as much like within my own like peer group i guess within the fandom but i definitely saw like other people like getting in a huge fight actually with my phone I this is alright on Wednesday I got a text from a number that I do not know and let me see if I can find it it's a person sent me a link to a video about how The Last Jedi is bad and they said alright so this is the issue I have with episode 8 and this dude says it perfectly I'm not looking for you to agree but definitely look at this and consider it Star Wars is too good to deserve The Last Jedi as a film I have no idea who this person is (laughs) wow and I'm just, I didn't answer it. I'm just like, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of sad the way some people approach it because they're so embedded with their opinion that they're not willing to see other perspectives. I mean, and I can be like that too, especially regarding some of the uh, animated characters. I, I want to know <laughs> where Ezra and Thrawn end up. And I have my theories. <laughs> And I will have my opinions about it, but uh, it's important to be able to step back and realize that 
this is all at the end of the day a very fictional world and you're pretty real so I should <laughs> respect you and your opinion so yeah I've noticed that there's not a lot of that going around and it's easy to forget about that especially when you're hiding behind a screen you're you know you're not facing the actual person so uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 sad, but then there's there's some people who bring the positivity to to this to the fandom, and I would I will say Star Wars Geek Girl <laughs> is one of those uh, positive forces in the fandom. Are, are there any other podcasts that you listen to that promote that kind of positivity? Um, well, yours. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yours is very <laughs> positive. Um, the Elven Padawan and Shay, she's also very positive. Um, I'm trying to think who else because I know there's more but I'm yeah, right yeah now. there's a lot of po- Star Wars podcasts out there and if you think that um, if you're thinking of starting your own Star Wars podcast or Star Wars website or what, or what have you uh, if you think oh it's been done there's already a whole bunch of websites and stuff out there just go for it I mean I thought the same thing too and I just decided to press publish that you know that fateful day <laughs> in February 2013 um, and I've I managed to do a lot of awesome things because of it so don't think just because it's already it already exists that you shouldn't be able to contribute your own voice and and I'm glad that you girls exist because when I was your age, I was definitely not podcasting <laughs> or blogging. And so I think you guys uh, are a great role model for younger girls and younger boys as well because they should be included as in the in the community of of you know this positivity and fandom. So. I'm trying to think of what other awesome things we should talk about here because I, I, I've run through my list. Um, are there any female characters that you're that you've seen that have affected you in any way from the comic book? I mean, there's so many other things from the comics or the novels that we haven't even touched on. Yeah, the comics I will say I'm very very behind on. I think I've read all of the Kanan comics and some of the Chewy comics and I read the 3PO comic. Didn't the Chewy comic also have a young girl? Yeah, that girl. I never finished that but I did cosplay that girl from the (laughs) Chewy comic. Yeah, Yeah. and Marty there and Chewy we got a picture together. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, I like her because I also like her design because she's just kind of wearing normal clothes that just like like a normal shirt that if it wasn't for the Star Wars symbols you would find like anyone wearing, which I just thought was interesting because when you think of Star Wars costumes, you think like the armor, all the fancy robes. So it's interesting to see just a normal like shirt and pants. Um, <laughs> it's it true. It, you have a- <laughs> it is. And um, then also... In the books, I really like the character of Nora Wexley from the oh, Aftermath yeah. series. Uh, I think she's she's really cool. Um, she also deserves a break. Oh yeah, I am sure. I haven't read uh, the second and third books, but I've heard that she does need a break. <laughs> yeah, she needs a break. She and Hera, I think, would get along well, though. That's what that's one thing I want. I want Hera and Nora Wexley to meet. I think that would be a pretty cool meeting because they're both pilot moms. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what else from the books? Um, I really like Kaden from the Ahsoka novel. Kaden, that's Kaden, right. Kaden, her little sister, Miara. Miara, yes. Miara. Th- those were interesting characters that E.K. Johnson created for yeah. that novel. And 
There's a lot of, a lot of yeah. men in the books, it feels like. like oh, I mean, there characters. are some, but I just can't remember any yeah. of them right now. There's, and also in the Aftermath series, there's a bounty hunter girl who's a niece of Suji, and I can't remember her name. Jass. Jass Amari. Yes, that's right. She's really cool, too. And... Yeah. Wow. I and you remember more than I do. That's for <laughs> sure. Uh, and and are there any characters that you just want to see tossed in together? I know you mentioned Nora yeah. and Hera. Um, so anyone else that you just want to see interacting? I mean, we see a lot of that in Forces of Destiny, actually. Yeah. Uh, between Jin and Sabine, like I never imagined these two I, characters. I, I never would have guessed that, but that I like that episode a lot, actually. And I'd also like to see. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, like, everyone's I, interacting. Um, I'd love to see Ahsoka interact with uh, someone like Jen for sure. Um, although, I don't know how that would fit yeah. in the timeline. I'd like to see Ahsoka, like, older Ahsoka that we see at the end of Rebels with Luke and Leia. I think that would be an interesting interaction. I think that's what everyone's everyone yeah. who wishes to see Ahsoka and as, the, the children of Anakin and, and as well as Padme, older yeah. Rex. Oh yeah, those two. Um, yeah. So I I'm, I very much want to see some of these crossovers happen, and hopefully we'll get to see them in some form or another. Yeah. Um, but uh, ha- now that I've mentioned Forces of Destiny, is there a- another female character that you want to see highlighted in this animated series? Ventress. Ventress. I really like Ventress. Yeah. Oh, do, um, do you think, because I remember having gotten into the conversation of, well, she was a villain character at first, and then she became good, but then she's on that moral gray line. Do you think yeah. she is a r- good role model for, for young girls to be I in that mean, show? I think she has good traits, and I think she can. she's a good character to show that people can be more than their past. I wouldn't call her a role model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think she can be someone to look, not look up to, but like kind of admire in a way. One of my favorite episodes of Clone Wars or arcs or whatever is the one where she joins the bounty hunter crew with Boba Fett and the other people, like Lats Razi. Yeah, and, Bounty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, because she technically did a lot of morally wrong things there, but in the end, she saved a person and got away with a fair amount of money while not stealing from anyone, technically, mm-hmm. besides the bad person who <laughs> wanted a slave. So, like, it was interesting that she did something wrong for the right reasons and like she got it right yeah yeah she's a fascinating character and nika Futterman does a fantastic job (laughs) of voicing her and speaking of voice actors what do you think of the women voice actors who've been such a big part of the fandom i admire all of them very much especially ashley Eckstein because I feel like without her her universe clothing line, I feel like women's um, geek clothing would be very far behind. I feel like she's definitely a pioneer in that way. And also because she voices Soka is my favorite. <laughs> but I have, I've met her and I have also FaceTimed her once and she's like one of the nicest people like in the world. Yeah. She's really amazing. And I met Tia Sarkar and Vanessa Marshall, and they're both also... Tia is Sabine, and Vanessa is Hera, and they're both also very nice, and I think... And Tia signed your helmet. Yeah, Tia signed the inside of my helmet. Yeah. 
how was that what, what was that experience like that was at celebration so it was like a line to you had to go through the line and i waited in the line for a long time <laughs> to go through the line and then they had you could get a picture for her to sign or she could sign something you had so i had her sign the inside of my helmet she was very nice it was you know it was a line so i didn't get to talk to her too much but you know i thanked her for how well she plays sabine we talked for a little bit she said she liked my armor and everything and that was really cool yeah and i i think another great ambassador of the star wars uh universe is uh vanessa marshall who voices hera and she is a fantastic person who has so much energy <laughs> and love for star wars it's so it's really cool when you see the actors get involved in fandom and you get to see that a lot through some of the charity organizations and uh, I just I just love how they participate and make fandom fun, which is what it's supposed to be. Fandom is supposed to be fun, above all else. Yeah. <laughs> and inclusive, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so does anyone have any questions regarding uh, Zoe here and her experiences in Star Wars, or just Star Wars in general that we may have answers about? Nothing? Okay. <laughs> well, we have a, a four things to give away, and if you got a raffle ticket, if not, uh, we have some up here that we can give you. So, okay, oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> so if anyone is going to participate in this, please make sure you give us your raffle ticket, so that way I can... Before... We do that. Oh, also, yeah. I want to give something to Jonah that we made. <gasps> what? <laughs> Jonah came down here all the way from Manhattan. So as a thank you, we made her this. That's amazing. For you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Captain Russ is one of my favorites. I consider him my fictional husband. Uh, he's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Oh, wow. Really yeah, I did cast no that. <laughs> wow, this is the best gift ever. <laughs> really wow thank you so much i can't wait i can't wait to show my mom <laughs> she put it she yeah put in, it the in the inside oh oh that's so neat i forged this armor with my family for my oh my god for my family i'm gonna cry i can't cry right now oh my god thank you that's amazing. Um, wow. I mean, sorry guys, your giveaways aren't as cool as this. <laughs> so how about you right, pull out the I'll first the winner? First so that will be this Sabine figure here. Yes. So this is number 871021. So does anyone have that one? No. Okay. Okay. That's true. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, Eight seven one zero one nine. Yay! Cool. You have a Sabine <laughs> and a stormtrooper and a stormtrooper. That's right. I forget he's there. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you're welcome. Yay! All right. So the next one is this. It's a special action figure set featuring Afra and her droids. And I have to admit, I have not read the Afro comics. I'm, I, I no, feel bad, like a bad fan <laughs> for not reading these comics. I'm but so she, I know. Everything. But this was an SDCC, SDCC exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and pull out the All next right. number. Oh, okay. I'll drop it. 871002. Oh, 
Yeah, awesome. Cool. Okay, so the next one is a Leia Forces of Destiny figure. Oh, wait. It's, it's in Ray. The, oh my god, wait a okay. second. It's in the Ray box, but it's... Yeah, that's the back. <laughs> it, what's the, it's, yeah, it's a variant. It's a variant. Oh, all right, the back is the box for that one. Yeah, but, that's so okay. funny. So, <laughs> all right. Well, this is a Leia figure with a Ray packaging. <laughs> It's the Leia packaging on the front, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's so old. Right this, this is the back. keeper, you guys. <laughs> so yeah. go ahead and pull okay. out that number. Um, eight seven one zero zero five. Awesome. Well, you get this awesome variant. <laughs> yeah, the Force of Destiny dolls are really good. Yeah. So this last one is Ray of Jakku and BB-8. In the right packaging. In the right, correct packaging. So it's not as variant-ness. So. Oh, the last one? Okay, so let's see here. So I have 871008. Oh, yay! Awesome. Well, thank you so much, you guys, and thank you for. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you guys had a great time listening to Zoe talk about her fandom and what we expect to see, what we hope to see in the new Star Wars: The Clone Wars episodes coming next year. We have to wait. It's not right. It's in, it's in <laughs> a little. It's next. Next summer, right? I think I would hope the, so. For the Disney streaming service. <laughs> yes, for the Disney streaming service. And of course, Star Wars Resistance, which is coming out October 7 at 10 p.m. on the Disney Channel and Disney Disney Now app. So, thanks, guys, and may the Force thanks be with so you. Yeah. Oh, yes, and the podcast, <laughs> Star Wars Geek Girl, you can find it on iTunes. And you can also find uh, the Star Wars Geek Girl podcast on Twitter with the, with the handle SW Geek Girl. Oh, and my, and my, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting everything today. Um, my information, you can find me at thewookiegunner.com, and that's Wookie with two E's. Two E's, you guys. <laughs> I keep seeing one E. Um, and you can also find me at Blue Jake Eyes, and that's these little things here because I love Rex so much and that's that's me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else so that's it and I have some buttons here if you guys some want some buttons to take away with you cool so thanks again thank you